Hey everyone, this is Steve here, and I'm recording from my house, not from the studio. <laughs> Thanks to this lovely quarantine life, I hope you are hanging in there, doing okay, and hopefully even finding ways to grow in this time. And if you're just tuning in, the Greenhouse Podcast is exactly for that. It's for people who want to grow in their life and improve themselves and lead an intentional and maybe even more fulfilling life. And so before we get to today's episode, I have a quick announcement that's actually good timing, given everything going on. I realized that this that I'm about to announce is what many of you actually need right now. Or maybe you just have more time to invest in yourself right now. So it's a good time to catch up on things. And so if you're someone trying to figure out what's next in your career, if you're looking to start or grow a business, if you are thinking about how you can level up in your leadership or your personal life or your personal and professional growth, then this is for you. The first time ever, Greenhouse, starting on April 16th and going to the end of April, Greenhouse is making our proprietary method available, not just in one-on-one coaching clients, but really to everyone, including you, through a really low-cost monthly membership. And this membership I'm very, very excited about. We've been working for years toward this. And this membership is a chance for you to grow and develop both personally and professionally. If you want, again, clarity around what's next in your career or about your strengths and your passions and what you love to do, if you're trying to start a business or if you're just trying to level up and grow in what you do, trying to get more intentional around your goals, then this tool is really for you. See, lots of people have felt stuck and dissatisfied in their work and continue to. And I hear from them daily. You are not alone if you're thinking that many people are in that spot. But just going through the motions and really not feeling challenged in their work. Or for some people, they feel overwhelmed with responsibilities, not clear on their priorities, not clear on their why, and really what to do to grow. And you need a clear vision and a focused plan. If there's anything I've learned working with over 100 people in this process is you need a clear vision of where you're going and a focused plan to get there. But the reality is this. I'm also a realist and know that life is busy and the pull of gravity kind of keeps us continuing in the same path that we've been on. And so we need something to kind of jerk us out of that and get us on a better path and take steps in a new direction. And so I really believe at the core of, of my belief in Greenhouse is that everyone has unique abilities and a unique calling. And that can look different in different seasons of life. But so many people, so many people are just operating at a fraction of who they really are and what I believe they're really meant for, which is exactly why I created a process to solve this. And I've helped many, many people get clarity, launch into what's next for them, and have repeatable steps to live into their potential. So this membership is not just about figuring out what's next and getting that clarity, but also about how do you, what do you do next and how do you keep that momentum going forward? How can you build repeatable rhythms in your life to be at your best, to keep growing, and to keep making a bigger impact? And so here's my part of this. You know, at Greenhouse, we read all the books, we listen to all the podcasts, we kind of consume all of the stuff out there on leadership and personal growth and time management, you name it. And our job is to curate that info for you because you need to be focused on other things. 
And so that's another benefit of this membership is we are going to provide not only that curated information, but also organize in a simple, easy way for you to to learn it and to take action on it. So our proven process, like I mentioned, is called the greenhouse method. And it really just has three steps. First step is make space to get clarity in your life. You know, we kind of have to take inventory and, and clear some things out to make space. And the second step is to figure out your unique purpose and abilities. And this is where you get clear on what are you good at? What do you love to do? What is your personality? What does that all mean? How do you piece all those things together in terms of the kind of work and the kind of focuses you should have? And then the third step is to establish habits to operate in your sweet spot and reach goals in all areas of your life. And this is where we really take the best of all the productivity stuff out there and give you a simple process and a repeatable process along with coaching and community to support you along the way. So the best part is this method is not just a one-time, one-and-done process, but it's something you can continue to use really through through the rest of your life and in all areas of your life. We've had people apply this to not just a career change or a business startup, but also to friendships and marriage and parenting, also to personal goals and New Year's resolutions and health and all kinds of things. So within this membership, what you get is the Greenhouse Method video modules where I personally walk you through and teach you the process. You get live video coaching and topical deep dives to kind of help you and answer questions along the way and give you support as you're implementing what you learn. And then also a community of people who are working on the same thing alongside you and the chance to interact or meet people near you and have conversations about what you're trying to figure out and what you're struggling with and what your goals are. So really the promise here is after just a few weeks of of starting the greenhouse method, you're going to get clarity about your unique abilities. You're going to have a written purpose statement with clear vision of where you want to head and goals around that. And then you'll implement new rhythms, like I mentioned, in order to reach those goals, move toward that vision. And if you're in a career change, you know, really to start that business or to land that job you're excited about, just to grow in a way that you're excited about Mondays with a lot of confidence and very clear focus. So right now you might be resonating with this. You might be feeling stuck. You might be wondering what's next. You might be trying to grow and getting frustrated or overwhelmed. And so this is an offer really for you to get beyond that, get over that hump, start moving in a better direction. And you know, it's not just about you and your progress, although that's great, but think about all the impact that you can have on others when you're at your best and when you're really living and working in the center of your purpose. That's that's ultimately what this is about. And that'll make possible for them the ability to do the same in their life. And so I think about all the people who have been through the greenhouse method and how they're helping so many more people now. They're having more fulfillment in the everyday, but they're also just confident knowing where to focus their time and seeing better results through that focus of their time. And so this is one small step you can take because if you're feeling stuck right now, I wouldn't want you a year from now looking back and still feeling stuck, still feeling like you're in the same place or or wasting your gifts and abilities. And so what we've done here is created a very affordable option that works for you. It's a digital option, so it works in this time right now. And this will start to become available to you on April 16th. 
So if this resonates with you or sounds like something that you need to do for yourself, if you just are listening to this and you know deep down you need to invest in yourself so you can be at your best, then all you have to do is go to greenhouseculture.co slash membership. There's more information there. You can also sign up to get the updates to be the first to hear about it. And I would love to interact with you within the Greenhouse Method. Now, today's guest, I brought on a good friend and previous client, Johanna Stamps, who has really spent the last 15 years in her career building and supporting tech and data and even beauty companies in the US and in Africa. She did some work with Company Culture and actually co-authored a book with one of those companies. And she came to Greenhouse and experienced the Greenhouse Method really in a time of lots of transition in her life and career and trying to figure out where she wants to head next. And on the other side, as you'll hear in the story, she has now become a coach herself, kind of like us at Greenhouse. She is a writer and she's been doing some uh, great writing and even created a product called Purpose Play, which is helping people think about their purpose similar to the Greenhouse method. And Johanna is just a really great person, a really thoughtful and wise person. And so it's just interesting to hear the way she experienced feeling stuck, having questions, trying to understand more about her strengths and passions and how to how to make an impact with what she's been given. And so in her story here, you'll hear just how she processed that how she experienced parts of the greenhouse method and how she has now come out on the other side with clarity and direction, but also just continuing to work through the next steps of starting a business and learning a new craft, all that comes with the continued growth after the initial kind of clarity going through the greenhouse method. Who are you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of a sudden, it's really philosophical. <laughs> it's okay. Philosophical existential is my place to be. That's so kind of your could, sweet zone. It yeah. is. It is. I kind of just want to create existential babies that I have somebody to talk to all the time. <laughs> I feel like sometimes our conversations get really up in the clouds. And I like that, too. So it, we're, we're kind of jamming. Yeah. But if someone else, if there was like a third person at the table, they'd slowly walk away, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I find, that, I find that a lot with people when I'm just like, okay, let me rein this back and say something else right now. Yeah. It makes a little bit more sense to potentially what they want. Well, it's funny, though, because you're a coach and becoming more and more of a coach where that's a necessary skill. But yeah, being able to balance that with kind of talking practical when mm-hmm. needed as well. Yeah, and that's something that I was speaking with somebody about last night. We were talking about the fact that you can bring yourself into coaching, but then also being invisible and what that balance is. Yeah. And I found that that's an amazing skill for life anyway. <laughs> you know, just being able to, okay, what is the best of me that I want to have in this situation in particular, but then also how can I be, how can I give the stage to the person that I'm talking to? Yeah. Okay, so you used to live in South Africa and you had some experiences around coaching and company culture. And I think that's some of the topics Mm -hmm. that we had connected on at first. But Greenhouse had intersected um, your work with a local event. And then what happened? How, how (laughs) How did you start interacting with Greenhouse, the company? I don't even remember. Um. 
So from South Africa, I went to West Africa, where I was there for about five months before coming over on this side of the Atlantic. Um, three months pregnant at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's the quick version of that story. Oh, that's probably all there is to it, right? Yeah, yeah that's all there is to it. Uh-huh. And then... As I arrived here, I wanted to plug into a few things that I knew from before. So Startup Grind was one of the things that I'd known from South Africa and also Lagos and really loved the community because I think I've always known that business should be something that's serving and haven't necessarily felt that in a lot of businesses. And I loved that aspect of Startup Grind where at the ethos of the organization, that was it. And so not surprisingly... I was the first startup grind event that I went to here was you and Tommy speaking. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's fun because since this is a podcast, people know Tommy as well. Yeah. And he's been longtime acquaintances or friends with my parents through church as well. Okay. And that morning they had actually mentioned a story of Tommy's before I even knew that that's who I was going to. That's so interesting. Yep. One of those little coincidences. (laughs) Okay, so I think what's been interesting to me about you interacting with the greenhouse method is you have always loved coaching, helping people think through things and get clarity and make progress, Mm -hmm. being engaged with it yourself, having a coach, having different types of mentors or advisors. I think that can be a new thing to some people, but to you, it's something you've embraced for a long time and been part of. So Mm -hmm. tell me, like, before you engaged with greenhouse what was going on in your mind what were you feeling and experiencing that that made you kind of come to the table here yeah I think at the point I was still pregnant I think I was just like seven months pregnant or so when we first met and I remember meeting you for lunch and I had this timeline in front of me of I'm going to get this job in culture and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And it was were... nicely sketched out too. Yes. You had it on paper. Because if anybody knows me, they know that I usually carry around what overseas we call an A3 notebook, which is very big. I don't even know the dimensions in American language. Yeah. <laughs> I remember kind of liking that because I used to work in the corporate world, but I was teaching a lot of this design thinking concept that mm-hmm. had a lot of sketching in it and paper and people are like, what is this thing this paper it pens what are pens you know <laughs> and so when i saw the sketchbook i was like okay we can jam i'm very visual i like yeah. this <laughs> i've actually in some of the things that i'm doing now i'm incorporating watercolor into it because oh. you know they do it on hgtv so why can't i do it in coaching <laughs> <laughs> Can you also do the like the 3D blueprint that just falls down from the sky and yes, overlays that's the my, kitchen? That's my specialty. <laughs> okay. I sit there and I can actually do it in front of your eyes. No. We did some work in our house and I remember being so frustrated that the contractors couldn't do that. I'm like, but show me the, the thing that drops down and I can see the future. <laughs> oh my gosh. So maybe we actually need to have that for the future of our life. I think we just came up with a product for coaching. There you go. <laughs> Here, the drop down. That drop would be... Down couch in the corner. Put on these VR goggles and you'll step into your future life. (laughs) So that's basically what we did over that lunch Uh where I had my sketchbook open and all of these models of my future were falling into place. And I was putting them where I thought that they should be. I was putting the couch in the corner being the job and I was putting the new house, um, you know, in the other corner and all of these wonderful things. And at some point you said to me, I'm not necessarily sure if in-house culture is going to be your thing, which was probably not a coaching thing because it wasn't really a coaching session anyway. It was more of an inquiry session. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I had to take a step back and say, 
oh, this is the only thing that I have been thinking about. Yeah. And what is, explain a little bit of around that for people who aren't as familiar with that. The last five years of my life really had been around taking a culture that somebody intends from a leadership level and then embedding it within the rest of the business, which is a lovely idea. And I've seen it work to a certain extent. But what I also saw is that the business owners really wanted to see transformation in people's lives. Uh And I think you sensed that in our initial conversation, that I wanted to really see transformation. And what I realized was when you said that, and I think a couple of other of those little pointers along the road, was that culture isn't necessarily going to transform people's lives. You wanted to see transformation in business and in your own life. In my life and also the lives of every single person in the business. (laughs) See, I love that because one of the things I struggle with when we talk about these stories is so much of the work that we do with the greenhouse method and coaching people is around a career transition. Mm -hmm. But we're a whole person, right? Our career is part of our lives and our lives are affected by our career and our career dictates a lot of our life and so it kind of needs to be all considered together Mm -hmm. and I think you naturally went there but not everyone does maybe some people put it into different boxes and maybe part of that is because I feel like I've constantly been on my own journey of change that's never stopped Hmm. and I'm not necessarily sure if a lot of people know that that's possible and that it can be fun Yeah. You know, that pushing the boundaries of discomfort and being uncomfortable is actually the most amazing place to be. Uh, That's so hard to embrace. But I I think I agree with that. Mm. Because in the moment, it it can be hard sometimes. But then you look back, if you ever are in a space or time where things are kind of steady or comfortable, and it's like, you know, it's the whole metaphor of like, it's the climb up the mountain, Mm -hmm. not standing at the top. That's that's the meaningful part. Yeah. Um. Okay, so before entering into the greenhouse method, what was it like kind of navigating some of these thoughts and questions? Yeah, I think I was I was on my own path for a while and I'd been coached on and off for six years before that. And a lot of that was more life coaching than um, than business coaching. And at one point I had stop myself from walking the entrepreneurial journey. And I think part of that was because of the fact that I was going to be taken care of a small human being. Uh And so the security meant a lot to me at that moment. And I thought, this is the way that it's going to be. The interesting thing that happened, though, between our first conversation and then, okay, having the baby a few weeks later, a few months later, and then saying, okay, now I'm ready to be coached was, oh my gosh, I'm taking care of a small being. Yeah. And the questions were then, as we were entering into our coaching relationship, was do I want to step away from my child for eight to 10 hours a day? And the answer was no. I don't see for myself, and it's not going to be the same answer for every other parent out there, but I knew that I wanted to be very fluid existence in my child's life that I was constantly there and that they were not questioning where I was for long periods of time. And also that I knew that whoever was taking care of the child was somebody up to my standards. (laughs) And that's horrible. I'm sure that there's wonderful people in the city taking care of children. But I don't know if anybody can take care of your child the way that you can take care of your child and give that child the same love that you can give that child. It was just an important thing to you. Yeah, it was important. And also what I've realized in 
kind of in the aftermath is there's a real incredible power of being an entrepreneur and being a parent at the same time. The child, I'm even noticing at seven months old that there's little things that he does where I'm like, hmm, it seems <laughs> like he's taking bigger risks than other children are taking. And uh -huh. he feels very comfortable in that risk-taking environment. Yeah. I wonder if through osmosis that children actually do, they feel that ability to take risks when their parents are taking risks as well. I don't know if somebody's research project for the future. I think. That is interesting. And so part of the process for you was processing things as life changed and as different circumstances. And it still it, is. Yeah. Mm. So it's a, it's ongoing for you. But in that moment, what started to click or shift? That there was a much bigger plan out there for me. So going back to the sketchbook and mm -hmm. some of those boxes you had, <laughs> that started to morph over time. Yeah. Um, just describe the moment when you s felt like you were getting clarity for what's next career-wise. Hmm. I, as I think we were walking through our coaching journey and I realized, I think we had a coaching session where we talked about the money coming. Uh-huh. And it was really frustrating. Yeah. And I think in that frustration, I both grew and was able to, for some reason, be able to get the meta view suddenly. Mm -hmm. And I think that was really powerful. And seeing what the possibilities were from that moment and being okay with the progress that I was making. Yeah. Becoming... I think in one of our last sessions, we were talking about celebration and and really being able to look back and be able to see some of the things that that had happened during that time. Yeah. And that's been really important for me because I think we can collectively as humans just rush through life and forget to look back and forget to celebrate. And that's one of the most amazing things about having a coaching relationship. I mean, one of the things that I was thinking about this week was the fact that how often we go to multiple people to ask questions of. Yeah. And the fact that I only have to go to one person <laughs> saves a lot of time and is a person that I trust. Yeah. So I think that that's just, that for me has been one of the most amazing benefits. And I've seen the fruits of that progress over the last however many months it's been. My baby's seven months, so I guess seven months. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So in the process, a goal started to become clear mm -hmm. for what you wanted to do next. Talk about that a little bit. Well, when we first met, I literally had a line and said, this is where I am. This is what I want to do by next week and next month and six months from now. A very straight line. A very straight line. Uh -huh. And I know we constantly, we just generally talk a lot about how life is really more like a squiggly line. And I guess it is in a lot of ways. But what it feels like we've done in coaching is created a container and said, okay, we know generally what that goal is, but instead of having all of these milestones that we're getting to, we're touching on all of the things that are going to lead to that goal. Uh -huh. So for me, having 40 days of writing, I wanted to get back into writing so much after publishing a book two years ago and then really not writing at all after that because my life was on a, a treadmill. Uh -huh. And then saying, okay, I wanna delve back into that creative side of myself. And so one of those dots around the goal, because it feels like that container is almost just a round container with the goal in the middle. And one of those dots has been diving back into the creative side. Yeah. One of those is getting a little bit more comfortable putting myself out there. Because uh -huh. I think when you're really stepping into being an entrepreneur for the first time, that can be incredibly 
scary. Yeah, which is interesting, I think, in your story, because you had a lot of experience with and around entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Like you were more familiar with with it all than someone who's just completely stepping out of a different path. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you were deciding, okay, I want to sharpen my coaching skills and go to school for life coaching. Yes. I want to, I know you were taking, getting into some other programs around business startup and structure and learning a lot in that space. Yeah. So I think the the question has been, what do I need at the moment that I need it? And coaching is always going to be, I think for me, the thing that enters into my life in the right place at the right moment and guides me to what is the next thing that I need mm. along this path. Yeah. And that has been an incredible value to me, almost more so than what I have experienced in the past with coaching. Maybe it's just because of where I am now and there's so much on the line. <laughs> you know, a small human being is on the line yeah. and being successful for them is a is a really big deal. So yeah. it's not just for myself anymore. And successful for me doesn't necessarily mean just the money that I'm making. It means that whatever I'm doing, I'm gaining more energy so that when I come back into the room, I'm lucky to have a space in my building, but... I'm lucky enough to come back into the room and have more energy than when I left. And that's brilliant. And a lot of parents can't say that. And that's really what my goal is. I can have a successful business and we can figure out what that looks like from a monetary perspective or from, you know, how many people are, are in my sphere of influence, whatever that means. <laughs> but at the end of the day, wow, you know, just to be able to have more energy and be with my child and be myself, be able to really be myself throughout the rest of the day. It's really wonderful. That's inspiring. That's really awesome. What do you think of Greenhouse and this method as a process? Because you, like you said, you have experienced lots of other forms of coaching and, and helping professions and things like that. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that it's very much in your face from the very beginning, that it's not, okay, we're going to be on this path for you or you have this goal, but really... We're going to talk about the whole of you. Uh -huh. It's from the very beginning realizing, okay, we are in this to really understand what's at the foundation of who I am as a person. Yeah. And so that's, I think, been really pleasant for me more than anything <laughs> else that I know that nothing is you know, smoke and mirrors. We know what we're getting right from the very beginning. Well, I think one of the fun things about your story is is really leaning into those mini detours along the way mm -hmm. and realizing how much they actually do inform that kind of linear line career path thing you were describing. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's like, no, it's not actually a detour. If this other thing comes up, you know, Oh, I just had a child and that brings up new dimensions to it. Mm -hmm. Or the moment of, Oh wow, I need to do more writing and reflecting. And that seems like a mini detour, but it's not because it's all kind of informing the general direction. So I feel like yours is a good example of just being a learner Mm -hmm. and just seeking to grow and learn versus achieve a specific laid out path mm -hmm. that you already had in mind. And there's even the benefit. I think I have like a small Steve voice in my head. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not good. Next to my, my, right, next well, to my very large God voice, yeah. but I have the small Steve voice in my head. What like, are the downsides of the greenhouse method? <laughs> You've stuck with the Steve voice for a long time. <laughs> I, I realized um, just in the last couple of days that I was on this path of doing, putting myself into that box that I see a lot of other people that are in the coaching sphere and they have, you know, this color by numbers approach. 
And I realized that that's not me at all. And what is the me version of that? Yeah. So I feel like it was like the Steve slash God voice in my head <laughs> saying, you know, what is the what is the you version of this? What is the what is the version of this that really does make you come alive? Yeah. Okay. Just listen to the God part of it more than the Steve part of it. Yeah. But tell me and everybody else, what are you up to now? And I think specifically, it's really interesting kind of the demographic you're Mm. finding as a coaching niche and talk about that as well. Yeah. And I really went into coaching not really having an idea of the type of person that I wanted to coach. And what I found along the way was that there were groups of people that I had had never even thought about encountering. And one of those groups recently has been people that are getting ready for retirement. And it seems like most of the demographics of people that I'm interacting with all come back to the same problem, that they have come to some sort of a wall in their life. Uh And that can happen through getting ready for retirement. It can be that I lost a job. It can be that I'm a mom or and in a corporate job and I want to get into entrepreneurship. But there's something that is stirring the pot and saying, it's time. I need to be thinking about something else. And what I found specifically with the retirement community is that they oftentimes are leaving something that maybe hasn't been very inspiring in terms of work. And they're looking to create something that's very different going forward. Yeah. Well, something's hitting me right now as you're saying that. And so I'm writing (laughs) it down. And it's just that the world is changing at an ever increasing pace. And name it whatever you want to name it. Globalization, Mm -hmm. internet, technology, yada, yada, yada. Things change faster than they used to. And so I think as people, especially people interested in leading an impactful life or a more fulfilling life or Mm -hmm. being people who learn and grow, is we need to have a process or a way to go through change, Mm -hmm. right? I, I just think about in the past, maybe that wasn't as important of a tool to have as a person, And I think it's becoming more and more important to have people in your life, have processes and tools and have a way to navigate change and transition because it's happening more and more. And it almost feels like there's, it can be easier and easier to try to go through that alone. Yes. And I think as people are in that moment of change, oftentimes it can lead to grasping Hmm. and it can, it can be, okay, I just need to get money that's going to pay my rent. I mean, we're in a time in, in our economy where I think the statistics are like most people in the States are two two bad decisions away from being homeless. Yeah. So if you're if that's the case, if something does happen and that's that moment of change, then the one thing on the mind is how do I actually get to a place where I can just get food on the on the plate and pay for my rent for this month? And I think that's a whole other ball of wax that is maybe something that I'll I'll delve into from the coaching side, but just bringing people to a place of freedom, hmm. mental freedom. Yeah, I mean, what's the what is the worst that can happen? I've even embraced multi generational living. Yeah, you know, and and having um, a grandmother and a grandfather very close by that loves my child, um, and part of that is because there's beautiful security in it for both of us. And that's a wonderful thing. And so I, I wonder if these changes and these potentials for change are going to drive us closer into community hmm. going forward. 
And part of that, I think that we as coaches can really be the catalyst for that and embracing that. That's awesome. I mean, I can tell you're already someone who is causing that to happen. What's important to you personally about helping people in this retirement phase or transition? What I'm hearing a lot of just in general conversation is that people either want to fill their time, like that is the thing that's important to them, or the other, the dark side of, I feel like I'm being discarded by mm. society. Mm-hmm. And even in you know the years getting close to that threshold of retirement that I had never thought about it, but being in a business within the last three years of your career, that your business is looking at you and saying, I shouldn't invest in you anymore. That's a very difficult thing to become aware of. Yeah. You know, because I'm not close to that, but it's something that I'm hearing over and over and over again. And the truth is, I've seen with, you know, lots of people in my environment, my friends, family, extended family, whoever else is having an incredibly fruitful retirement. Yeah. And I'm not sure if there's enough examples of that. <laughs> and, I'm not sure if people know what the possibilities are. Yeah. And that's going to look different for most people. And so it's a really, really interesting place to be just to be able to have those conversations and then unpack what some of those negative mindsets are and then really get to the point of what is the truth. Well, it makes so much sense for you because you are a person who brings light to the possibilities. And there are a lot of people just the way they're wired or their circumstances who can't see Mm -hmm. the other possibilities. Because, yeah, you know, the people that I've spent time with who are in that phase of life, it's devastating to me that that they can be marginalized or feel useless because I've found so much fun and awesome value in learning from their wisdom and hearing from their experiences. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's a sad thing about where our culture's gotten to. So it doesn't have to be there. It doesn't have to be that way. And I think mm-hmm. that's what you, that's even just an attitude or a mindset you bring. Yeah. So what are you up to now? You're starting to venture into that. Yeah. <laughs> what does that bring with it? What are the new challenges or questions? Well, I think one of the wonderful things from an entrepreneurial perspective is listening a lot and also putting myself recently in the position of the people that are retiring and going to retirement seminars and realizing what are they hearing from a day-to-day basis? And a lot of it is is fear-based. And so there's the, the possibility of actually just listening to people hmm. and trying to understand what does success look like for lots of different demographics, but also listening to what people's real needs are. So recently in um, some church women's environments, they've heard me speaking about work, I think, and said, I want that. I want something different than what I have. And so there's been requests for, oh, please, can't you just create a purpose workshop for us? (laughs) Yeah, I'd (laughs) go with that. (laughs) And just do this. And and so it was for me from a spiritual perspective saying, I've created so many workshops in my life. Do I really want to go back into that space and create something that I think will have marginal possibility for transformation? Mm -hmm. Because from the beginning of our conversation, I don't want to be in a space where people's lives aren't being transformed if that's my intention. And so I think one of the wonderful things has been actually listening for that inspiration and from what I consider to be the Holy Spirit saying, okay, I have this idea, but I have no idea what the end result's gonna look like. Can you just give me a little bit of this for tomorrow? Hmm. And then the next day, just honoring that and creating that next step and the next step and the next step. And what transpired is something that is self-led, not internet self-led but something that's audio 
and something that's very tactile and very creative and includes watercolor. (laughs) (laughs) Not drop down watercolor, you know, cat drawings, but, you know, something that basically for themselves, they're creating their their individual CAD drawings of their life. Yeah. And that's been really fun because it's not something that it's not something that I pushed. It's not something that I said, this is my goal and, you know, let me take that squiggly line and get there. Yeah. It was just being receptive. Ah, but I think that's just such an important message for all of us is it is good and okay to draw that picture of what you want life to look like mm-hmm. down the road and mm-hmm. to have an intention and to have a direction and a goal. And at the same time, and not or, and day by day, listen, pay attention, adjust, correct, learn new things, right? The path might not be a straight line, but it's good to both take it one day at a time and have a long-term kind of direction for yourself. And with the intention of wanting to create fruit. What the analogy that I've been using a lot recently is that how many of us can look back on our careers and say, I feel like everything that I created was almost like the toys in the toy box that's in the corner. And there's so many toys that are just never played with Hmm. and nobody really interacts with them anymore. And I don't want to have that. I want to have something that feels like it's building one on top of the other on top of the other. Yeah. And so that I think that's kind of the space where I'm at now is saying I don't want to strive to create things because it seems like when I'm striving, those are the toys that go into the bottom of the toy box. And somebody recently that I heard use the analogy of instead of striving, farm, be a farmer. Huh. And look at life in terms of the way that a farmer looks at the fruit that he's trying to create. You know, what do you do? You have to make sure that the soil is tilled properly. You have to be patient. You have to plant a lot of things and then see which are the things that actually do start to create fruit and be very aware of that and not try to make the other things that aren't bearing fruit. (laughs) And then there's the whole pruning process. There's so many wonderful parts of that analogy that really do 100% work in terms of where I am right now. Ah, You should interview an actual farmer and do some writing on that. (laughs) Because I think we're actually, we're in this day and age, like we're both sitting here in the city. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know how farming works. <laughs> I have no idea. How I have a good friend. <laughs> yeah. I have a good friend who actually grew up on a farm mm-hmm. and then we went to the university together and he became an agronomist, I think is the right way to say it. What does he do? Agronomy. He basically consults with farmers as part of a company, but he consults with individual farmers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes when he mentions things, it is like, wow, there's a lot of good metaphors in there, but I didn't know how it works. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give a little promotion for you because I love your writing. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned, you're doing it more and more. And it covers um, life, spirituality, career, a lot of the things we're talking about here. But I think you have a unique way of writing that just prompts new thoughts or different thoughts or different ways of looking at it. Mm -hmm. It's less of a how-to kind of writing and it's more of new perspectives and ways of looking at things that happen in everyday life. And so... Uh, We'll have a link in this podcast for everybody to be able to follow you and check out some of the stuff that you're even talking about Mm -hmm. around listening. Uh, But I just want to encourage people to dive into that because I think your writing is is a gift to people. It's really, uh, even though I'm in the same kind of space as you career wise, everything I read is something that sits with me for many days, you know, Mm -hmm. it has something to it that gets me thinking deeper versus just like, oh, that was a nice little article. Mm. 
So I'd encourage people to check that out. I think I'm still getting into a place where I'm feeling more comfortable with it. And again, from that entrepreneurial perspective, listening to what people need as well. Because if people are seeking something and I'm touching into that through the writing, I think that's when the magic will really happen. And right now I think that I hear things all the time and then I write according to what I hear. Yeah. And we, I think writing is just another form of creating content for people to consume or to, to interact with. One of the pieces that I wrote this or have been writing this week has been around gold mining your failures, okay. which I think has been kind of touches on to that, that listening part of things, but ah, also listening good. to yourself and not thinking of it as like, <clears throat> as many of us do look back and think that it's, you know, this heaping pile of you know, some sort of a landfill of our failures in the past. Yeah. But actually going back into those and saying, okay, what is the the gold that's that's back in the past there that I can bring forward and bring with me into the future? And then I also created for your listeners today, it was something that was on my mind this week. I found out recently that I do something different in my everyday spiritual life Okay, that I didn't realize was different. And so I wanted to honor that by creating something this week. And it was, it literally just poured out. So I was like, okay, well, let me just finish this. <laughs> and I find myself asking a very specific question of God from a business perspective every day uh-huh. and then seeing what the result is from that. Okay. So I created a list of, I think it's like 21 like um, question prompts for your conversation with God about your business on a day-to-day basis. And one of them that I thought was interesting that came out just, you know, as your hand is going was, is there a person in my life that I need to drop everything for today and just go to that person? And I keep asking that question. And so far I haven't had anybody to run to, (laughs) but I, you know, those are the big questions that we need to ask. Yeah. And if we're not opening ourselves up to what the possibilities are, I think we can, just get on our own little striving treadmill and forget about what the potential is. So I don't know. It's, it is what it is. And hopefully it can be helpful to. That's so great. I'm going to check it out myself. All right. Just finally, for anyone who's listening to this kind of on the fence, considering joining this greenhouse method tool and group in order to figure out what's next and get more clarity and take steps in their own growth. What would you say to them as someone who's gone through multiple processes like this and mm-hmm. seen the benefit, especially if someone's thinking like, yeah, I'm just too busy. Like that stuff sounds great, but and I do need that, but I'm just busy or I've done personality tests before, you know, like those kind of blockers that can hold you back from um, something that doesn't feel as urgent as everything else on your to do list today. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them, just honestly, from your experience of being someone who invests in this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. in your life? I think usually when you're too busy, it's the wonderful time to take a step back and say, what am I doing wrong? Because if we're in that place right now in this world where we are just being busy, then for the most part, we're not creating things that are really touching people's lives. And I think a lot of us, anybody who comes to you for the greenhouse method should be somebody who's actually looking to touch somebody's life. And to actually serve somebody in a new and unique way and to use their own their own gifting in order to do that. And so if somebody is running around just being busy and saying, I'm, I don't have time for this, then that's probably the perfect indicator for them to step back and to say, wait a second, what can I do better to make sure that this is not my life for the rest of my life? And so I think that's the part of the unique offering is that you you let people get out of that and to take a step back and to get that meta view 
and look at things and then start working forward, which I think you're really amazing at and, and the method is really good at, is being able to to see then, okay, what is the next step? And have somebody that's alongside you that you trust. <laughs> and one person alongside you instead of five people in order to to get to where you want to be. And you might not even know what that is when you start, which is the wonderful part. So right now you might be resonating with this. You might be feeling stuck. You might be wondering what's next. You might be trying to grow and getting frustrated or overwhelmed. And so this is an offer really for you to get beyond that, get over that hump, start moving in a better direction. And you know, it's not just about you and your progress, although that's great, but think about all the impact that you can have on others when you're at your best and when you're really living and working in the center of your purpose. That's that's ultimately what this is about. And that'll make possible for them the ability to do the same in their life. And so I think about all the people who have been through the greenhouse method and how they're helping so many more people now. They're having more fulfillment in the everyday, but they're also just confident knowing where to focus their time and seeing better results through that focus of their time. And so this is one small step you can take because if you're feeling stuck right now, I wouldn't want you a year from now looking back and still feeling stuck, still feeling like you're in the same place or or wasting your gifts and abilities. And so what we've done here is created a very affordable option that works for you. It's a digital option, so it works in this time right now. And this will start to become available to you on April 16th. So if this resonates with you or sounds like something that you need to do for yourself, if you just are listening to this and you know deep down you need to invest in yourself so you can be at your best, then all you have to do is go to greenhouseculture.co slash membership. There's more information there. You can also sign up to get the updates to be the first to hear about it. And I would love to interact with you within the greenhouse method.